Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Ask Me Anything. I'm Matt Love, I'm here with Pastor J.D. Greer. Um, and you know, it's hard to, to kind of get through a day if you're on TV or on your phone. You see that there's a ton of advertisements these days for sports gambling, sports betting as it becomes legal in more states. And you know, it seems kind of harmless, seems like it might just be a game. But today we asked Pastor J.D., is gambling morally wrong? You know, to a lot of people, gambling seems harmless. I mean, you throw a little bit of money at a sporting event on a slot machine, have a great time in Vegas or Atlantic City, you know, buy a lottery ticket. You know, they're like, what's the harm in that? Um, it's a great question, one that's really relevant. I'd say a lot of Christians are, you know, not really sure or just you know, believe that there's nothing wrong with it at all. I am going to draw a distinction, um, and maybe some of my listeners will object to this distinction, but I am going to draw a distinction between putting $20 in for an office pool on March Madness and you know going to Vegas. It's the difference between, I don't know, just something you and some friends are doing just to, on a very small scale versus you know, like the industry of it. I, I do think that, that warrants a little bit of a distinction, kind of like, you know, it's the difference between, remember if you used to have a VCR and you'd record something on, on TV, that's different than if you're pirating movies and selling it. You know, you can you can draw that distinction. So anyway, I, let me think about the, the issue of gambling as a an, a, a an industry, the lottery and the Vegas and that type of stuff. Um, that It's not a small one in our society. It's at least a 44 billion with a B dollar industry in the United States. And that's just the legal gambling that we count. That's not to say anything about the off the book stuff as more and more states legalize gambling. Certainly getting that way here in North Carolina. I'm headed that direction. We've had a lottery now for several years, and trends are looking more and more like sports gambling is is coming. It's just getting worse. Um, I've seen studies that say that up to 10%, usually right around the 6 to 9% range of young adults, have a problem with gambling in some way, um, where it's either become financially damaging to them or they've become addicted in some ways. I would say, and this may not be super popular, but I do think that gambling has some pretty significant moral ramifications, and I think it's addressed pretty um, pretty decently clear in Scripture. Um, I'll give you three primary problems with it. Um, first, it goes against the work ethic in Scripture, a work ethic that Scripture actually talks about a lot. Um, the Bible has a lot to say about honorable work, both in pretty much any genre of Scripture does, a lot in the Proverbs and even in Jesus' parables. There's always a chance in work. I mean, that's just part of the nature of business. But work creates value. That's the nature of it. If you go back to the Garden of Eden, my work, I may make a ton of money off of it. Some could even argue I make more money than what I'm providing is worth. But the point is I'm doing it by creating value in your life. I'm providing a service, a product, something. It, work is inherently as God created it, it's supposed to be a win-win. I get, I get the, the the financial benefit, but you all, you get the product that you need. Um, gambling is by definition a win-lose. There's no value being created. It's I'm taking money that you have because I got luckier than you did. Um, people say always say here they're like, well, what about the stock market? You know, you invest in the stock market. That's like gambling. It's risky. You can win big or lose big. I mean, Jesus even told a parable about you know a servant with five talents, and he he kind of you know. Whatever he invested in was a good payoff because he got 100% return, and Jesus commended it. And the implication is it was risky, and he could have lost that, and and, and Jesus still would have commended it. Um, yeah, but even when you're investing in the stock market, even there you're adding value. I, I may be taking a chance on a company that I might lose on or win big on, but that company is 
operating according to the work ethic of Genesis 2, and that is they're creating value for other people. So it's still a win-win. Gambling is inherently a win-lose. Um, I will just caveat there. There is another kind of play in the stock market that is purely speculative, where you're not you're just kind of gambling on which companies do well, and you're not actually investing money in them. And I think that's a different a different question that probably is a little bit more like the gambling. Um, Al Mohler says this. He's got a great article on gambling where he says that gambling severs the dignity of work from the hope of financial gain, offering the hope of riches without labor and reward without dignity. And so, you know, I think that's that's probably my most significant reservation with gambling is that it goes against everything the Bible teaches about how to make money and what the work ethic is. A second moral implication, I think, is also pretty significant, and that is that it's um, I mean, it's inarguable that the gambling industry takes advantage of the poor and often intentionally so. Uh, Wayne Grudem uh, points out that every single study that is done shows that the largest group of gamblers are those in the lowest financial brackets. I mean, just think about it. Wherever you live, it's no accident that there are so many lottery ticket outlets in low-income areas. One study I read shows that problem gambling, that the kind that drastically impacts your financial situation, that is twice as likely for those in the lowest income areas as it is anywhere else, twice as likely. There's a certain desperation in people in low-income situations to, to turn around the financial situation. And gambling, the gambling industry knows that and they play into it. Most honest politicians will tell you that lotteries draw the majority of their money from the poor. It kind of presented as, oh, it's education, everybody's doing it, but you just they know the studies. It all comes from the poor because it seduces them out of their money on that really unlikely chance of getting rich. Um, so it, you know, I think it's a second implication. As somebody who's called to care for the poor, why would I encourage something that I know ultimately harms them and makes them poorer? Um, the third moral implication is that gambling is addictive. Um, I put this one last because there are lots of things that you know, could be potentially addictive, but I do think it's something that we ought to consider. That little hit of dopamine that you get from um, from gambling, the, the from the win, it just wires your brain like a drug to want more and more of those of those hits. And and just like any other addiction, what starts as something you can be satisfied with, you know, in a moderate way, can turn into something that you just can't live without. I I know people here in our church that started with just you know really small stuff, but man, they got addicted to it. It, it in some ways I see it as like more problematic, more addicting than alcohol, marijuana, because you get into it and you just like, I got to have this. And now I'm desperate because man, I lost last month and I got to make that up this month. So I got to do it even more. And then uh, you see somebody destroy their, their family. Studies show that wherever gambling businesses are established, crime rates will increase. Uh, honestly, I cannot understand the the politicians who are, are who, who put this forward with a straight face as something that will help the poor and help the community because all it does is increase poverty and increase crime. Um, but it makes short-term games by bringing a lot of money in and makes the politician look good by being able to get money for you know education. But but at what cost to the poor and what cost to the community? Um, so you say, well, what about those office pools? I mean, maybe that's you, the $20 per player, fantasy football league, a charity raffle at a baseball game. Um, you know, all I'm going to say is you got to use your personal judgment on these. They could certainly lead. You know, the slippery slope argument you can make that, that it could lead somewhere um, uh, unhelpful and maybe others because of that will will get in more in the industry at large. You know, I, I realize just saying you got to use your judgment. Um, I, I do draw a little bit of a distinction 
this may sound ultra spiritual and I'm not trying to play the Jesus card on you, but I think this is the kind of issue where the Holy Spirit has to guide you and your conscience. Uh, what may feel right and okay and permissible to one believer in, in those terms could, could feel morally wrong to another. And so, you know, yeah, I, I'm pretty confident in what I would say about the industry and, um, you know, I'm going to at least put an asterisk over the question of, you know, when I entered a charity raffle, was that a, was that a, did I do something wrong? So anyway, I hope that helps. There's some great articles. We'll put them in the show notes. Um, yeah, Moeller, Grudem, and some others that have, I think, helped us think, think through this. Well, I hope that was helpful for you guys. I know it was for me. Thank you so much, JD, for that answer. I know this is a, it's one of those topics where we have to kind of think for both what does the Bible say and then what, how is the Spirit, what is he putting on our conscience as well. So make sure you join us next week when Pastor JD answers a question for all the single folks out there. And it's a, it's a pretty simple one. Uh, should I get married or not?